Hello and welcome to Cast. I'm Oliver and I'm joined today by Chris. Hello. Tan. Hiya. And Emily. Hello. Bunch of characters who don't usually mix actually on on Cast. I don't think you guys really interact with each other at all. Um, yeah, we all actually hate each other in real life. Not at all. Mm. Uh, no, no. But, but I think I have all of you on different things. I have Emily on some reactions, Tan on Steven Universe rambles, and Chris on other reactions. So, um, uh, yeah, but we're here on 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 this Cast episode doing something a bit different and something we're going to try and stick to doing a bit more frequently, which is um, some, some top 10 lists, but um, personal ones, uh, specifically music related, because um, we, we all here quite like music um of varying kinds as you are about to see um <laughs> and we thought it could be interesting and a bit different to have uh, some lists discussing different music things obviously some things uh people would have more to say on than others uh, we're starting with video games because there's quite a lot to, to do there but we will do tv and anime and film in the future and you know in those instances some people may have more to say than others uh, but it would just be interesting to hear people's uh, perspectives and um, see how people's tastes differ and, you know, what memories they have of this music and stuff like that. Uh, so we're starting today with the top 10 game video game title themes. So this is either a piece, or at least it should be, uh, this either should be a, a piece that's essentially associated very heavily with the entire game, or kind of a piece that plays very much at the start or over the the title um, of the game slash the the menu that kind yeah. of thing. Like the intro um, card. That's the that's the word that I was looking for that just did not happen. <laughs> um, so that's where we're starting. A couple of us have some some honourable mentions uh, before we get into the proper top ten. We're not going to get through everything today, and we don't intend to. Uh, we're going to take it as a leisurely pace and see where we get. Um, Haley, uh, who has not been on Cabocast before, was going to join us as well and is still hoping to next time, but she could not be here for this one. So I will go through a couple of hers at least because I've been given a couple. Um, and uh, yeah, we're going to go through them, listen to a little bit of them or all of them, depending on what the person who's tracking this thinks we need to do, how I'm going to sort that out in the editing bit. I have no idea, <laughs> but we'll see. Deal with that next um, indeed. So. We will start off um, with, I think it's just me and Tan who have some honourable mentions. Really? Yeah. Um, Chris, Chris's thing was, uh, if it's in an honourable mention, you'll just wait for another time where it's in the proper top ten, I think, is what you said. Yeah. Which makes sense. Um, I had a couple in here which are just like... The, 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 well, yeah, we'll get to it. Um, so... Uh, Tan, your first one was, and I'm hoping that these links are now going to work. Indeed. This one. Oh, I think it worked. Cool. So it yeah, paused. do you want to give us? Yeah, I, I don't want to play it before you. Ah, gotcha. A bit for it. So. 
Alright, this is from the kind of recent-ish indie roguelike, but Blazing Beaks. And you know what? The thing that makes it so iconic that I had to put it as an honorable mention is that they turned like a slightly retro synth and they made it sound like a duck quacking. And that's... I love it so much, but that's the reason I put it on. Uh, sure. It's fun. That's Let's, um... It kind of just yeah. makes you want to go, yeah! Fair enough. Let's uh, let's listen to a bit of it and, and see see what ten means. Yeah, you just need the first first bit. Mm-hmm. Funny enough, I've never heard of this game, so that's very cool. <laughs> that's. I can hear that. Yeah, <laughs> that's quite amazing. That's... To be fair, it's what's so the, clever. Um, what's the plot behind the game? Are you like just a little duck? Yeah, you're a bird doing roguelike things. Ah. Yeah. That's very quack-like. Yeah. It's very quacky. Love it. Well, what would you call that genre? Like, quack-core? Or... <laughs> <laughs> uh, I guess it's bread-core, because ducks love bread. Bread-core. Yeah. Bread that's amazing. There you go. Okay, so that was Tan's first honourable mention. Uh, now for my first honourable mention... Okay, yeah. Um, so, uh, my first honorable mention is the, at least to my memory, the first kind of opening for Crypt of the Necrodancer. Ooh. Uh, okay, yes, that's a good cause, one. Because I was like, I do like this song, but it is also a song that's just an actual level song further in. Mm-hmm. Um, right. And also it changed when they did the DLC. Um is this the that, original pre-DLC one? Then? This is the pre-DLC one. Um, and I was like, I like the new one, but I like the original one as well. But also part of what makes it so great is the lead up to it, I think. Um, like there's the whole kind of intro cinematic. Um, and so that's what I was like. It's kind of not exactly the title thing that I like so much, but it kind of is. So it'll fit in here. Um, and, and, and yeah. So this is, yeah, this is, we don't need the whole thing, but we need the intro a bit. I don't I've know, as, Tan's played it, but... um. I have, yeah. I have watched Cat play it. Yeah. I used to do streams of it. Mm-hmm. Speedruns. I'm a lot less good at it than Cat. I'm learning about new games. This is, this is exciting. Yeah. Didn't manage to beat it in the end. I I beat some of them, but not all of them. I'm guessing it's quite difficult. It's tricky, yeah. There's a Legend of Zelda one as well. There is. Which is quite fun. Oh, I like this a lot. Mm. I think everything on Crypt on the Necro Dance is very funky. Very it's, funky. It's all bangers. Yeah. It's all great music. Um, but I just especially like the 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 build and the way it works and it's, it's it cool. really works well, yeah. Um but it's also like one it, it's like level three of the first bits music as well. So it's kinda of like a is, does this really count? I don't know. Um but yeah, uh, I I really like it. Really 
gives you the vibe of the of the game and the style of music is you know uh, there's quite some variety but it's all kind of got that beat to it because that's the whole point you're um you you move on the beat you attack on the beat um nice and that's that's kind of how the game works um so it's yeah like, so, uh, i'm guessing it's like a little bit like you know like rhythm haven is that the name of the game you know where you have to sort of do those sort of musical yeah i've not played rhythm haven but yeah so it's it's a rogue like um in, the, in, which, in which you're going through dungeons and you've got to fight monsters and find the exit and collect things and stuff like that um mm -hmm. but you you have to move on the beat and attack on the beat um and other enemies move on different beats and and stuff like that um so it's yeah and and if you you can just stay still and then not move but then you lose your multiplier and and, and stuff like that. i don't mm -hmm. comment exactly how it works but it's very fun it's very cool um they did a, a cadence of hyrule one which is the same but like with legends of zelda stuff and then i think they're coming up with a second one but i, I think so yeah that works but i have seen it i think it's on my wish list but that's my second one uh my my first honorable mention even uh so we have one honorable mention from tan indeed uh this is a an odd one it's from a, a an old ps2 game okay Ooh. Called uh, it's called Penny Racers in the UK. Oh, hell yeah! I, I've, I've not even heard of this one either. Wow! In Japan, it's called Koro-Q HG, and oh, really? in America, it was called Gadget Racers because they just love to be confusing about this kind of thing. Yeah, <laughs> the game's got great music, but the funniest thing is just this game. It like absolutely knocks it out of the park with this intro. But at the same time, it's got... I don't know who's singing. There's no information available. I've looked up <laughs> like a lot trying to find the person who is singing in this. Mm. No idea who it is. And I, I'm not entirely convinced that they're speaking English through most of it. I think they might just be going, saying random words, and then occasionally saying things that are legible. Sure. Because it's... Utterly unintelligible, except for a few words, and I love it. Okay. But they, they really tried to make it this kind of um, 70s, 80s disco revival, hmm. like, almost sort of um, with the sort of black singer, mm -hmm. like almost Motown. <laughs> it's really, really bizarre. I love it. Okay, let's have a listen. got a bit of a build-up. Mm. It feels like we're starting a some sort of noir cop. Yeah. Drama. Oh. Huh, yeah, I see what you mean. Yeah. It sounds a bit like the singer from Persona, Persona 5, Lynn. Could be. See the disco, disco influences? Yeah. 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 All right, now we get to the lyrics. <laughs> what are they saying? That sounds to me like a Japanese person who's yeah. said, yes, I can speak yeah. English for our song. Yeah. Don't worry, I'll write the lyrics. 
It yeah, it it fits, but it reminds me of those videos that I've seen of people like what English sounds like to foreigners, <laughs> non English speakers. Yeah. It still goes hard though. Absolutely. See, all I can hear is Lynn. But it's I know <laughs> it's not. I don't know if they had the budget to, to hire someone like that. <laughs> I can see what you mean. It's a bit um obscure, Tan, with who the singer is. I can definitely see what you mean. Yeah. No idea. But it's really Nathan, funny. Nathan Burton is coming up as the musician, but not the the singer, I can see what you mean. Perfect. Amazing. Penny races, and it's a yeah, racing game go. featuring super deformed cars. And, and you do like your PS2 deformed car racing games, don't you? I mm-hmm. do. I like the Coro Cube series. Uh, I'd be very surprised if you don't have a road trip adventure song in your top ten somewhere. I limited myself to one song per franchise, I'm afraid. Uh, so, no road trip. Besides, that one doesn't actually have a theme because it just sort of doesn't have any intro or menu music. Uh, fair enough. Sadly. Okay, mm. well, there we go. So that is uh, Tan's second honorable mention. Uh, so now for my second one. And this one is... Some Star Wars. This is from Star Wars Jedi Survivor, which came out late last year. Uh, and the reason this is here is mostly because it's um, it's more light motif. Uh, Star Wars is Star Wars is all about light motifs, um, more than entire themes. Uh, a lot of them, anyway. Um, there are there are some, but it's light motif that comes in the the whole game a lot. Um, at, at some very key moments, uh, but it you first hear it kind of on the like interest screen before this bit, and then also in this bit, and it kind of you know it kind of prefaces it with it at the very start, and so then when you hear it again later, it it just kind of harkens back to the start like that, and it's it's very cool, um, mm. and I like it a lot. I don't remember exactly when it is to this thing because this is is a longer video and is like just kind of atmospheric. Um, uh huh. But we'll just we'll just play it and I'll I'll point it out when it when it comes up. I can tell this is a Star Wars. Um, it's yeah. Theme, but not even like it's just listening, but not even like looking at the fact that it is you know when you sort of listen to it, you're like, mm-hmm. yeah, this is a blank series, or you yeah. know, like with the horns and trumpets and stuff. Yeah, so it's that horn bit there, the da 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 da, and that's kind of the the light motif of it might be a cow's light motif. I'm not quite sure, but it definitely is the one that comes back a lot um, in the game. Um, and yeah, that's, that's why that's there because I'm like, I like this and I think of it a lot when I think of like themes that I like, but at the same time, it's not, 
an entire piece. Um, it's just that one that one moment that kind of sticks with me. Um, so that's why that is there. Do you know who composed um, it? Uh, da, 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 not da, da, John Williams. It's it won't be John Williams. It's probably influenced uh, by his stuff. But though, yes, yeah. absolutely. Mm. Yeah. Mm. Uh, Jedi survivors composer composers were Stephen Barton and Gordy Harb. Huh. Oh, they did I a good job. Say. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I do. I do really love the um, the music in. In Jedi Survivor, it definitely feels Star Warsy, um, and that is good. I like. We get um, an extra song from the Who in Jedi Survivor. We do. We do. <laughs> wow. Fair. Which, no, if you do... don't know, they are a Mongolian throat metal band. Yeah. Oh, not the not the British rock band. The Who. No. Not... Who was in H U? Of... Yeah. Oh. Oh, I was thinking of the Who. I realised, yeah, how that sounds. No, they did the they did the intro to the first game, and um, and they were just told make an alien sounding song, and they just did Mongolian throat singing with some metal. And that we got was really, really freaking cool. Yeah. Um, absolutely is. Um. Okay. I guess so. We begin. We it. begin properly now. So me and me and Tan have already talked quite a bit. So we will start with uh, Emily. You can go. You can go first with your number ten. Okay. Which we will get up now. If this looks like the right one. Yeah, you'll know a running theme with my themes of whatever yep. song I like. Mm-hmm. I see. Yeah, so my first one is obviously the main title theme from The Legend of Zelda Twilight Princess on the Wii. Or GameCube, whichever version you played first. It will be the same. Sure. You can play the whole thing. It's like, I think, yeah, so I think it just has that song. We will, we will play it now. Are we? Oh, okay. I, <sighs> I love I love this theme a lot because of nostalgia, mainly, because it was like probably one of the first games on the Wii that I properly beat. And you could just tell this is a Zelda game just by listening to it because of the choir. And it's just, oh, it's it's a creepy game as well. Mm. It's yeah. definitely got a, a kind of mythic, but also kind of ominous, slightly ominous yeah. quality. I haven't played any Zelda. Oh, I see. But so, you... uh, yeah. I have played one Zelda game, and that is Minish Cap. Hmm. Oh no! Which but I, I do like. Yeah. I I had I I borrowed Breath of the Wild, um, and tried to play on Switch. Um, but playing that kind of game on a Switch does not work for me. And just the oh, uh, it's, um, uh, the wolf howling. Yep, that's like turns into a wolf, doesn't he? Yeah, and that game, yeah. And you hear the that love bit. Yeah. That theme at the end comes up a lot. Yeah, it's just so creepy. But then you go into the main menu and you just hear the classic. Like for the main Zelda menu theme. This one completely comes out of nowhere. It's completely different to the Zelda I almost had on my list. 
Yeah. I almost had Wind Waker on my list, which is oh, the most okay. cheerful flute music you'd ever listen to. And then you hear this one, it's like, what? Yeah. It, it, which, it's good because it has a full sense of security with this game because it is it is a dark game, it, metaphorically and also in themes, but because it was... I, I think remember on the GameCube, they struggled to get a nice balance because obviously the game's full of shadows, the, the shadow realm and all that. It's meant to be really dark and it... it it is very dark in gameplay as well, so yeah. Mm. I just okay. I love that theme for nostalgia's sake a lot of the time. Sure. But, and also just how beautiful it is with the choir. Yeah, so yeah, that definitely sounds like it is um a synth choir to me. Mm. Um yeah. but it's an impressive one. Um mm. it like you can kind of tell by how the notes change that it's like that's not people. But there's a mm. lot of depth to it. Um, it might have been like sampled. Yes, mm. quite possibly. Yeah, that's a good, good shout. Because uh, it did sound very good. Yeah. But if it, I'm pretty sure it's quite an old one. So. Yeah, I think it came out. I'm gonna double check because it's been ported onto the Wii U. Oh, it came out on GameCube. 2006. So yeah. 2006. Okay. Yeah. Hmm. Mm. Okay. Well, next up is Chris's number 10. Yes. So, on a a cold, sad, COVID-y evening, three, four weeks, four, three years ago, three or four mm-hmm. years ago, between three mm. and four years ago, mm-hmm. uh, watching the PlayStation event, yep. where they reveal their games, after just finishing Dark Souls 1 and Dark Souls 2 and Dark Souls 3. Yep. I heard this song for the first time in the reveal trailer ah. for this game. Um, and it also plays in the intro cutscene that starts if you spend too long in the uh, the opening menu. And I oh, think yep. the, it does a very good job of um, setting the tone of how mm. bleak and oppressive the world is that you find yourself in. Yeah. So okay. this is the intro to Demon's Souls PS5 oh, remake. Is that the... Remind me, is Demon's Souls, is that like to do with like Dark Souls and Elden Ring and that sort of That lore? is the game that came out before Dark Souls. Oh, Demon's okay. Souls is a spiritual successor yeah. to Demon's Souls. Okay. This is made by Bluepoint, who did the remaster for uh, Shadow, Shadow of the Colossus as well. Oh, I didn't know that. That's cool. And I, I remember because I was on the call with you when we were watching this, Chris. Yeah. And I saw the thing and immediately knew what it was and i was like oh my gosh <laughs> i had no idea i had I barely know. any knowledge of this game whatsoever because i'd yeah. only just gotten into the franchise yeah. i still hadn't played it but um i i, I knew i knew the scene hmm. and it's the opening cutscene is very good as well um it's very odd but it is slightly odd it, it doesn't do the best job of showing off what the it game's like goes all over the place but yeah. yeah. They went straight in with that sort of spooky chord progression. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I see exactly the feeling of the man. Just by listening to this, you know you're going to have a fun time with this game. <laughs> it's I'm very. Like... It's, yeah, it's very big and bombastic. Yeah. But also slightly discordant in a, like, a. Hmm, it's um, it's very very tense. It doesn't really yes. resolve. Yeah, 
you'll find that a lot with FromSoft, I think. Yeah. Um, and until Elden Ring, Elden Ring was lo lots more. Elden Ring made you feel a lot more heroic than heroic, any of the other yes. games. In the other yeah. games, you feel like you're some random schmuck that somehow stumbled into being the hero of the story. Yeah. You know, in this game, you are the one other person who's not one of these legendary heroes who's managed to stumble into the rift, into yeah. this, this kingdom. Exactly. Um, yeah. I can imagine listening to that live being awesome. Like, so good. Like, the, mm -hmm. the live. Yeah. yeah, I don't awesome. know if that was done with a, um, with a live orchestra. Um, I wouldn't be surprised if it was, because uh, obviously it's in the original, so it's the remake, so it may well have been. Um, yeah, so it's, it is, I believe it's still based on the original. It's it's very similar. It's very similar. Um, but they but... have made it more orchestral. Yes. Then, because it, there's a big side-by-side -side comparison of most of the um, most of the soundtrack that you can do. And it, you know, there's just an extra bit of strings in there. There's suddenly horns and drums that there weren't before. Yeah. Mixed in. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, but yeah, yeah. the the whole kind of do 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 do, do is is all the, the the main tune is very much the the same piece. That middle bit was so good. We were like the dun dun, and it got faster and faster. I love that that mm. middle bit. Mm -hmm. Oh, very very yes. intense. Very intense. Yeah, very impressive. Um, it does not it stop. Feel, it convert makes you feel kind of small in comparison to the fact that sure. all these beasts are gonna face. Uh -huh. Yeah, so if this is if this is what your list is gonna be like, Chris, uh, Ooh, <laughs> I'm terrified. Uh, this is this is not a good sampling of my list. My list goes uh, all over the place. Chris's Chris's <laughs> list and my list, I think, are the most variable. Um, I would say that my list is based on nostalgia, yeah. mainly. Yeah, mine is as well. Yeah. Um, but yeah. Um. Okay, so, um, but Hades also has quite a bit of uh, variety, um, and I have a feeling Demon's Souls may be on Hades as well, a bit higher, so um, if it comes up in hers, she can speak to it uh, next time. Um, but uh, we have Hades' first one now, uh, again, she's not here, but I have some vague notes about about what she uh, has, has put. Um, so, at number 10, we have... The Sims oh, 4, nice. uh, which is very jolly, again, nostalgic, and uh, is a very fun theme um, uh, with a lot going on, which represents the gameplay. I like trying to keep your Sims from doing the dishes in the bathroom. Um, uh, sort of soundtrack um, plays when the protagonist feels like they have all the possibilities of the world laid out before them. Um, so let's give it a listen. Oh, and also the essence are that you'd get from like a family comedy kind of thing. Yeah, That's I can sort of imagine good. the uh, the credits restarted, <laughs> like featuring X as yeah, this, I was thinking that. Stephen. <laughs> They're just laughing in the background. Yeah, made by so and so. This character, executive producer. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And they just do a long shot of like the whole town zooming in on the house. Yeah, that's yeah, that's the vibe I'm getting from this. 
Absolutely. And then this is the neighbors that they have next door. And yeah. Yeah, I see it. Yeah, they're doing it like sort of an anime OP in a way. <laughs> yeah, a little bit. Yeah. That like, kind you of know, in, like, structure to it. Um, you know, like WandaVision, that sort of like uncanny ishness. It's that style, yeah. And then you just kind mm. of add more to it as yeah. it goes. Cool. Okay. I like it a lot. Yeah. That's very cheery. Very fun. And then you get the guitar, of course. Yep. <laughs> nice. Okay. Nice. And that's well, where the very similar to the other Sims ones, if I remember correctly. I, I think the Sims certainly has a style. Yeah. Um... And yeah, nostalgia-wise, it's it's The Sims 4 for Haley. Okay, so next up we a have... Bit where it slightly goes out of that, like, <laughs> pentatonic... That's where the villain sort of pops mm. up. But he's are just like a minor villain, villain you know? <laughs> yeah. But are you the villain? Because you could be the hero of the character's story, or you could be the villain. Mm-hmm. Oh my gosh. Okay. Oh, Miller Yogurts. Who's yes. this? So I got a completely got... different advert. <laughs> I've, I've got investing. One. Oh, oh no. <laughs> Wait, oh, opposite spectrums. We're doing your stocks. Oh, yeah. Is it trading 212? Oh, yeah. It wasn't, I'm afraid. Oh. oh. Okay, so, Tan, this is your yes. number 10. It's the theme to Grand Theft Auto V. Welcome to Los Santos. Uh, it's, it's a really good theme, first of all. It's got uh, because GTA Five is this, it's a obviously a parody, but it includes this entire culture of uh, Southern California, basically Los Angeles, that area, and it's got it's it's kind of stru- it's a bit like a hip hop song. It's got that uh, it's got a sort of pounding beat. It's got this signature bass line, do 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 that keeps playing, repeating throughout the entire thing. But it's also got influences from other segments of culture within Los Angeles and Southern California. You've got this this little sort of slightly jazzy piano at the beginning with, with that mm. melodic. You've got a few different instruments that sort of pop in and out that all represent different cultures. And it creates... The whole the whole soundtrack, the original soundtrack of Grand Theft Auto V, is uh, it's highly sort of ambient, progressive, uh, experimental in a way. A lot of it was done by Tangerine Dream, who are right. also people behind you know name. the um, soundtrack to like Risky Business, the film. Really, really good stuff. I love Tangerine Dream. Oh. This one, uh, I don't think was, but oh. And I love GTA V. It's one of my most played games because I'm a schmuck who fell for online's like... <laughs> you have many options to grind away for cash. Virtual cash in the game, or you can spend a thousand real-life dollars. Which I yeah. luckily didn't do. Yeah. Instead, I spent a thousand hours playing the game. Mm-hmm. That's how they get you. <laughs> That's how they get you. But I have loved every minute of it. And that that's that's what matters. Okay, let's give it a listen. But it just perfectly encapsulates the you know, you've got the sort of the gang violence in mm-hmm. the um with the hip hop beat that comes a little bit later, but also 
Oh, that was the end. Oh, restart it, I guess. <laughs> you put it on the end. <laughs> I think that's probably a... the advert that did that. Oh, yeah. no, we must have not been synced. Okay. Oh, well. Is it starting again now? Yeah. yeah. Here we are. Because it started that. fine for me, so it must be the ad confused it. But that's with a little saxophone. Oh, there we go. Oh, yeah. That's bassy. It's interesting because I, I played it briefly with you guys uh, a couple of years back, and I don't remember hearing the this at all. Yeah. This is what comes up if you start the, it's the story single mode. player. Yeah. That makes sense. Yeah. I think I did the intermission and was like, I'm not that big into shooting cops a bunch, so this isn't and really you get for me. This. Uh -huh. Sound like Elon Musk? Be careful. I mean, yeah, not in that sense, but <laughs> it's a combination. You get that slightly sort of mm. grungy, um, like you've got the deprived areas of Los Santos. It's gritty. It's dark, but also this is a place with high life as well. Like you mm -hmm. have some of mm -hmm. the richest people in the in the country living here as well. Glam. And the wah wah guitar. Yeah. It's it's a perfect encapsulation of the entire culture of Los Santos. I yeah, that's no, nice. Do we want to keep going or can we pause it there? You can pause it there. Okay. I've never yep. played a GTA game. I've seen obviously other people play it, but like I've never really had chance to listen to any of the music from it. But that was so good. Yeah, that's a good. I do. I do quite remember that. Like the radio stations, being able to listen to them just going through. Um, yeah, always has some pretty interesting music on. But um, if you turn all the radio stations off, you get the the Tangerine Dream music. So like, mm -hmm. whenever you're in a plane, you get. Um, the song We Were Set Up, which is very famous. And, mm. and there's like this great sort of synth pop music that mm. plays when you're in a cop chase, for example. Nice. Yeah. Okay, well. Uh, that leaves one number 10 remaining, which is mine. Uh, which is, uh, uh, I will say this list uh, was like the, the first few. I was like, oh, this is easy. And then as I got towards the bottom, I was like, Lots of my favorite games don't really have intro music. That's um, the thing. Yeah, mm -hmm. same. So a lot, a lot of the games that I play, things like um, a lot of Deep Rock Galactic, for example, that's not really got an intro. It's got great music. So I'm sure I'll bring it up at some point, but there's no real intro theme for it. Um, lots of the kind of PlayStation games that I have, I, I don't really... Um, I don't, don't, don't really have intro music. Um, and, uh, yeah, it, it's just one of the things I was like, huh, I don't, I don't know. Um, Very true. But, but this is one that I was like, this doesn't immediately come to mind. Um, but, uh, MechWarrior 5 Mercenaries main theme. Oh. Just the, again, it's one where it's just like the style of game it is. This I think perfectly encapsulates, uh, and it just kind of gets you really hyped to play the game. Uh, gets you in that mindset almost. Mm. Um, which yeah, we don't listen to the whole thing, even like the first kind of twenty thirty seconds. Um, but it's just kind of that heavy mechs, more mechs shooting, lots of guns, 
mech stuff. Galaxy's horrible, and you've got a big robot. Yeah, that it, yeah. it perfectly kind of encapsulates that kind of vibe. I I, I think anyway. Cool. Okay. Oh, it keeps it keeps it keeps playing even though I turn it to pause. <laughs> I can hear that. Yeah. Mm. Oh yes. Sounds like you get like suited into a Gundam or something like that. You know. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> It's just the I, the the, the slow builds are very my thing as well. It's got a very distinct I don't actually remember listening to the opening theme when we were playing this game. Maybe it's because I was the host. Yeah, because uh, like maybe. quite often when I'd be logging in and stuff, I'd I'd just hear it and I'm like, yeah, this is this is great. Mm. Um, but that's the um, that's the main bit, and that's like the most the the bit I'd usually hear before. It would, um, you know, I'd, I'd get into the game. So, got a very um, distinct sort of rhythm to the mm. to those uh, orchestral drums in the background. Very, very yeah. good. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, it's one that I was like, yeah, no, I do really like that. Actually, and it really helps me kind of get into get into like the the like feel for playing this game. Um, even if it's not one that's like an earworm for me or anything like that. Um, but yeah, okay, so that's the number 10s. Uh, <laughs> We've done the number 10s and it's been 40 minutes. Yeah, I mean, this is, you know, this is kind of what I, I thought would happen and, and that's, you know, that's fine by me. That That's why we're doing 100 episodes of Steven Universe, Tam. Yeah, um, yeah. There's a lot to, there's wow. a lot to talk about. To be fair, mm. there's a lot of Steven Universe episodes, but... Um, Ten minutes each, those are though. Yeah, yeah. Uh, there's a lot to discuss with um with with music um and and like when you enjoy it. Uh, so uh next up number nine, um, Emily, your yeah. number nine is. Okay. Yeah, I know what this is. Mm-hmm. I hope so. Ooh, Professor versus Phoenix Wright's main theme. It's a game. It is. It's a 3DS game, and that is the game that I told you was the is so expensive now. Oh, uh. So I know who Phoenix Wright is vaguely. Mm-hmm. You don't know Professor Layton. I don't know Professor Layton. Oh, what? Professor Layton games were my jam back on the yes. the, the original DS. I think well, I yeah. never had a DS, DS um, or anything like that. So yeah, a lot of Nintendo stuff is just like. I don't know what that thing is. Um, he is an Eng- English gentleman, professor, with mm-hmm. his young child that he just sort of has with him, uh, exploring <laughs> different murder mysteries and solving them by solving puzzles. Not all of them are murder mysteries, I'd say. They're mysteries of some kind. Yes, there's always a twist with it. It's not always what you think it is on face value, and that's what Leighton does so well as a game series. Like I said, it's got the the puzzle aspect, but also the mm-hmm. narrative aspect, okay. and they make me cry because they are very good. I mean, that sounds right up my street, but um, yeah, you, wow. you would love um, them. Okay, well, yes. So, <laughs> Professor Layton versus Phoenix Wright. Y- yeah. 
Who wins? Okay, I, let's play it, I guess. <laughs> so this is very much Leighton's aspect with the this sort of. Um, I don't really know what that instrument is. Yeah, there we go. That's a. Like, oh, the violin. Leighton's yeah. violin is amazing. Mm -hmm. That is something I completely overlooked when picking mine. The Leighton music was absolutely, especially coming out of a, a DS of all things. Yeah, and then oh, this bit. This bit. Oh my! Nice. Very uh, cinematic-esque of Phoenix Wright because I've I've played Layton more than Phoenix Wright. I've not played a single Phoenix Wright game, so I had to actually look up sort of what <laughs> themes that Phoenix Wright's games have, and there is elements in there. I just cannot yeah. remember what it was. Phoenix Wright tends to be very high tension. Mm. Yeah. Music. Which you do get from this a lot, yeah. and oh, the art I mean, this, is beautiful. That's definitely the horns, I'd say, is yeah. Wow! Will... Wow! And you've got the violin. Yeah, yeah. It is a fantastic game. Like the story is pretty fun. You're like you're so the it, it they're not really against each other. They sort of end up in a situation where they're stuck in a storybook, and it's sort of mm. going we're having to work together sure. um, to uncover the mystery of witches and spellcraft and stuff. It's oh, it's very good. Mm. I will give you a bit of a spoiler. Leighton's probably coming back on my list, but I won't say which one. <laughs> I will look forward to that. Yeah, which one I, it is. I'm trying to remember which Professor Leighton was my favourite now. But, yeah. I, I've, I know which one it is, and I'm not saying. I, mean, hope I you, will make you play it is, these your list. Um, Okay. The first one. Pandora's box was probably my favourite one, though. Yeah, yeah that was a really good story from when I remember those that one. Those are a complete mystery to me. There's a lot more Professor Layton's cool. than I thought there were. There's, yeah, there's Curious Village, there's Pandora's Box, Lost Future, then it's Spectre's Call, then uh, Miracle, Miracle Mask, Mask, and then Arsran Legacy. Yeah. Not going by the American titles, because eventually the American titles, they're not as good as the Oh, they're by the level UK. five. Yes, yeah, that's why I got oh. really excited when... The new Layton games coming out next year because <laughs> Level Five was all as good as gone. Like their studio in America shut down, and then no one heard anything about them for years. Because the last Layton quote unquote game was Catriel and the Millionaire's Conspiracy, but that didn't do well, unfortunately. I did not so... realize that Level Five's first Nintendo mm. game was Professor Layton. Yeah, it, it, they've got their own little style as well. I feel like you know it's their. Franchises, um, mm. yeah. So hopefully, Ollie, I can convince you to play the Latents. If you ever want to borrow them, I've got all of them. <laughs> oh no, I mean, like again, pure purely on premise, like mm. mystery story-driven puzzle thing. Right. Like, yeah, that sounds cool. And it's by the same people who did um, Nino Cooney. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I, again, I have not played Nino Cooney. <laughs> I know. Fantastic. The, the, the... Haley has just perked up at, at Nino Cooney. Um, <laughs> the one thing I know about Nino Cooney is that one time you came round to my house, Chris, and we played table tennis for about an hour, maybe two, <laughs> and you just told me the plot. Oh, one <laughs> of the games. That sounds um, about right. It was You're the which one? Yeah, the yeah, first one. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and I, I had no idea what you were talking about, uh, but it sounded kind of interesting. 
Um, but like I had no context for what it was, so it got very confusing. Um, but but yeah, no, I did, I did, I did see on some of the lists, and you know, Kuna's like, ah, yep, <laughs> that makes sense. Um, however, next up we have Chris's number nine. Number nine. <gasps> so a complete one eighty from yeah. the last one. Yep. <laughs> Absolute change. We've got um, the Stardew Valley Overture from Stardew Valley. Mm-hmm. Um, the game in general absolutely amazes me because all of the artwork, all of the coding, all of the writing, and all of the music was done by just the one guy. That is upsetting. Concerned wow. ape. In the best possible way, that is upsetting. And you'd think that a game made by one person doing literally everything would have a weak spot somewhere. Mm-hmm. But in my mind, it doesn't at all, and especially not in the music. Very cool. I still need to play more of it. I, I've, I've barely played any. I did play the board game. We played it very wrong. Um, <laughs> but that was fun. Uh, but I, I need to get back into it because I did quite enjoy it. But um, yeah, let's have a listen. It, it's on my to play list because I get, I feel like with those sort of like, um, what do you call it? Like slice of life sort of simulator yeah. games they can get nice, very repetitive it's a nice it's just a nice comfy game really yeah. mm-hmm. i think this intro especially does a very good job of just calming you down mm. and just letting you know this is going to be a, a chill experience completely different to the one that i just showed because obviously that one gets you hyped that one's like oh mm. man what's gonna mm. happen but this one's like nice i like this yeah it's like yeah, yeah Me- mccoy is very <laughs> adrenaline oh yeah oh. Gets the blood pumpkin. This is yeah, calming games. Calming. I'm just like, my brain is just always tells me like, no, you need to get back on the grind set. No carving <laughs> games for you. You do get actually quite an aggressive grind on this game. Oh, you? you've, you've always got beautiful music to help you with it. Um, help calm me down. Multiple so different seasonal songs, just to sort of get oh, you so you're a bit more excited and a bit more exotic, perhaps in the summer. Mm-hmm. And the winter's a lot more sort of calm and cozy feeling. Yeah, nice. Is that a pan flute? You know, the little loop in there. I would assume so. It's some sort it of. It could flute. well be. Yeah. Yeah, I think we can leave that I there like for it. now. Okay. It but does yeah. get a little bit funky as it goes on. Mm. Um, if oh, you're yeah. just loading into the game, you only really get the, ori- the the first bit where it's only really one instrument going. But as sure, it goes on, you, you start to bring in get bring yourself in more... a really slow hard drive so you can listen to it for as long as possible. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Uh, okay. Yeah, very very different to to the number ten you had. Um, okay, so Haley's next one. Is aha uh-huh. yes, this one which I think comes up on another list a little bit higher. Oh, I've got an advert. Yep. Oh, I don't. So let me know when that's done. Dude, there we go. It. I've got two adverts. Ah, uh, Chris, oh. no, no. I have got a. a Loop paper adverts that are just staring at people's asses. Oh. <laughs> oh, oh uh, it's done. Cool. YouTube, sort your ads out. Come on. <laughs> uh, Minecraft. 
A Minecraft um, song in specifically, or just the Minecraft title screen music? There are like, three. <gasps> da, 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 da. The one that's playing now, which is that one, yeah. Da, 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 da. Iconic. I think that might be the first one. Um, but yeah, um, nostalgia reasons was was primarily mm-hmm. thing here. Um, no, uh, I mean C four eighteen's absolute genius. Yeah, <laughs> this needs no explanation in my mind. Um. And getting into some more uh, Hades Blue stuff because she's a, a pianist, the typically excessive use of the extend pedal builds the theme more and more as you go in, like the gameplay itself as you explore the world, build your bases, and so on. Um, and the different elements then further add in longer you listen to the theme, which in my opinion shows off the different dimensions that you explore as it goes. Yeah. The is... way that sort of um, the brass slowly fades in and builds mm-hmm is that's the sort of stuff that gives you goosebumps and chills yeah like in anything mm-hmm. mm. um and c418 with his little pianos makes yep. the game feel like really somber but uplifting at the same time like an exploration mm-hmm. the yeah. only issue i have with minecraft soundtrack is that most of the time it's not playing <laughs> Oh, really? And then sometimes it just shows up. And... Yes. And that's why I turn the music off, because I want to listen to something all the time. Constantly, yeah. Fair. Yeah. Constantly. I don't. I, 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 I leave it on, because I... If I'm, if I'm playing Minecraft, I'm usually playing with other people, and I'm happy to just talk to them, and then when it comes on, it's just like a nice surprise. Hmm. Um, but yeah, there was, there, there was one period where I, I think I turned it off, because I was just doing a lot of base building, and I just needed something to focus. And it looks a bit too chill for that. Um, <laughs> I always but... find the intro music, especially uh, especially for the Minecraft music, it makes me feel quite lonely. It mm. it does. Mm. It's it certainly sets you up for the solo Minecraft experience. Yeah, absolutely. Where you do have this vast world that you're going on all these adventures, but it is just on your own. It's just you. Yeah. Yeah, with like how now now with how every all the instruments have, you know, faded back out. It's just the piano mm. again. Um, yeah, it's like this grand adventure, but it is it is just you by yourself. Well, that got a bit sad. So that's it. It really <laughs> changes. Like oh. it's the same song, but it changes like mm-hmm. the mm-hmm. way you feel playing it if you're playing multiplayer. Yes, absolutely. Okay, Tang. Okay, this might you're be one of nice. the most. One of the most, I'm going to go ahead and say it, maybe the most niche game on <laughs> just out of that's going to appear. Sure. Okay. This is. I was, I was expecting niche from you. This is a Super Nintendo game called Power Drive. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's like a little rally game. It was also on the Amiga and the Genesis, but the Super Nintendo version is my favorite form of the soundtrack. Cool. Uh, at some point, I don't even remember when, many, many years ago, mm-hmm. I just sort of came across the soundtrack, like the entire soundtrack as one long mix, and I downloaded it, mm-hmm. and I had it on my computer, and I would just listen to it over and over again, not having played the game it came from. Mm-hmm. I think I was looking for, because there was a Kickstarter for a game called Power Drive 2000, 
mm. uh, which ke- which was more recent. But they, I think they ran away with the money after making a demo. Oh. Glad oh. I didn't back that one. Mm-hmm. And I was looking for that, and I found this. And then I played the game, and it's pretty it's pretty darn good. But it's good luck finding any content of it at all uh, anywhere. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, sure. Yeah. It's it's niche. It's rare. It's from like <laughs> I don't even know when it came out, um, but given it was on the Amiga, probably a long time ago. Mm. Um, Nineteen ninety-four. Older than us. Older than us. Yeah. Oh boy. Um, you can buy it for three hundred and ninety-five pounds for the SNES. Ooh. Huh? So I don't think I will. Fair. You have a SNES. Not anymore. Oh. It is. Um, there's something about it. It's kind of, and, and the whole soundtrack is like this. It's pop, kind of the closest you can get to pop out of this, out of the SNES's sound chip, mm. and it's very like melodically heavy. And I just really like it. Let's uh, let's give it a listen. listen. We don't need to listen to it. It repeats a few times because this mm-hmm. was the only video I could find that had it. <laughs> oh boy. That does look old. Yep. Ooh, the language selects green. And then there we go, it begins. Oh, it's not playing for me, that's really weird. Is it playing for all of you? It is playing. Oh, it's not playing for me. There we go. Oh wow. Yep. I, I, yeah, I, I see what you mean by the pop-ish thing, like mm. with that. It's old school. Ooh. That that sure is some gameplay. <laughs> yep, it's a top-down <laughs> racing game. That's interesting. This is absolutely the kind of game I was expecting for you to play. <laughs> yep. One hundred percent. It yeah, to I mean, yeah. When when I when I saw Tans and Emily's list, I was like, "Yeah, this absolutely tracks." <laughs> Most of it's Chris's so... did, but there is a much more. It's so it feels more jolly, fair. but <laughs> like all of the melodies, as is sometimes the case with like a, a SNES game, they just go completely ham on the keyboard. Go do 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 do. It's yeah. just crazy. I love it. They do. Um, and the, the the song that plays during the like world map reminds me incredibly of Fade to Grey, uh, mm. which is a pop song from the eighties. And it, I oh, I I, lo- I like this soundtrack. Makes me think of um, Death by Glamour a bit. Yeah. Oh yeah, I can see that. That that um, the Undertale soundtracks did use a lot of um, mm. SNES yeah. sounds. So yes, yeah, that makes sense. It kind of cool. looks like it could be an arcade game as well. Like, you know, you're just like scrolling past an arcade and you come across that, you know, with all mm-hmm. the. Probably would be, yeah. You'd find mm-hmm. it alongside Daytona USA, <laughs> which is one of the games I would have put on there if I wasn't sure whether it was licensed or not. So yeah. I decided not yeah. to. Yeah. yeah. Okay. On the list where we do include licensed songs, spoiler alert, yep. might be on there. We will, we will do some. We will do at least a couple of them, I'm sure. Uh, so number nine for me was going to be one thing, and then I remembered something else, and it changed. Because um, again, the bottom half of my list was 
a bit like, I can't really think of what I put here. Um, and I had Spiritfarer, which is a oh, really yeah, pretty game, gorgeous game. Um, and it doesn't have much music for its title theme. Mm. It's just kind of a little bit there, and it is kind of cozy, but slightly sad. Um, and I was like, yeah, that, 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 that'll, that'll, that'll do for number nine, because I, I, I do quite like it, and it does for the atmosphere. Um, but I'd forgotten something, which, again, it's not most of it, much of a theme. Um, and that is the, the title theme for Returnal. Oh, Ooh. this game! Which is a game that I saw when it came out and was like, that seems cool. Yeah. Don't have a PlayStation to play it. And then I got it and I played it for a few hours, really enjoyed it, and just haven't gone back to it because I do play more Demon, uh, uh, Elden Ring and, and other things. And I need to play more of it because it's really fun. But the. What's it about? It's. So it's a third person bullet hell sci fi horror roguelike. Time travel. It's like there's time travel involved, and you're like on this planet, and there's all these like kind of Lovecrafty and Eldritch entities, but they shoot bullets at you like it's a bullet hell. Um, and you're trying to explore and figure what's going on. Um, and it's kind of creepy. Um, but the action's really solid. Um, like all the guns feel different, and you can hold down the half jigs and stuff on the PlayStation Five because of it's an awesome controller. Um, the haptics yeah. feel great. Um, but the it's not even the entire soundtrack. The sound it plays within the first, like, couple of seconds just gives you the vibe, I think, immediately. Um, and, and I suddenly went, oh, shoot, yeah, I've not put that on there. I need to put that on there. Uh, and so sadly, Spiritfarer had to go because the others could not. But, um, but yeah, I'll, I'll play it, and hopefully it's not going to cut it off or anything like that. Just that one note. Mm. It's just very uncomfortable. Because mm. like and... I said, it was one of those games that came out and I feel like not many people talked about it or it didn't feel like... It's it's very good. I've heard um, of it. It is, I think it might be... It might, it might be on um, PC as well. Um... But it might be a PlayStation. I think it was one of those PlayStation exclusives. Exclusives. Yeah, probably. Yeah. And um, that'd be why. But I, I've really enjoyed what I played of it. Um, but yeah, that that sound and then just kind of the atmosphere. Um, just kind of again, like, kind of the uncomfortableness, the isolation. Um, just yeah, just really, really quite like how it makes you feel uneasy. Um, really utilize like I think it's a single semitone step up and then yeah. back down. Yeah. Oh that is um that's really effective. Mm -hmm. I like that. Uh, yeah, definitely definitely again we need to go back to and, and play a bit more because I I have not come close to finishing it. But yeah. uh one of the things that when you turn on, you hear that sound, and it's like, Ugh. yeah. Definitely one I'll look into. Yeah, and it's a lot of fun. Um, okay, so that is number nine dealt with. Uh, so number eight. Uh, Emily, your mm -hmm. number eight yeah. track. 
is going back to a 3DS game now. Oh, another one. That's Fire Emblem. Mm-hmm. Primarily Awakening because it saved the franchise. <laughs> another thing I have heard much of and have not played at all. They are Indeed. fun. They are very fun, especially Awakening. I feel like because it was like. Fire Emblem as a series, like, not many people heard about it. Like, it was more of a Japan thing than anything else. Because obviously, when Nintendo took the chance to obviously bring this game over to the DS, which obviously was Awakening, <laughs> it, it did so well. Like, it literally saved the franchise because obviously, not it was like a trial. So they're like, okay, let's see how this does. And it did really well. And obviously, now we've got Fire Emblem Free Houses and the new one. I don't remember its name at the moment. Uh, Engage. That's it. So there's more mm-hmm. games coming out now for this franchise, and it's a lot of fun. Um, basically, especially with Awakening. Awakening is great. I um, I heard about it from Dan. Mm. Yes, Dan's the one I Dan yes. really likes yes. them. Tactical RPG, yeah. Well, it was odd because he yeah he described it as tactical RPG, and mm. in my head that was like that's things like um, XCOM and stuff like that. Um, and very military, and then I saw the artwork, and I, and I was like, "Oh, that's that not what I thought it was at all." Yeah, he missed yeah. that part out. Um, yeah. So it was not at all what I thought it was. Um, but yeah, yeah. Okay. Anything else to add, or shall we listen? Uh, yeah, I can't really think of anything at the moment. Obviously, it's mainly just it. It like you said, it's military, but with like fantasy. Mm-hmm. Stuff, so you've obviously, yeah, sure. I, I, I could, goodness, now I, I didn't go back and check if I had particular fond memories of the Valkyria Chronicles one or four openings. Obviously, it's very I anime, I like it's... those games, but yeah, yeah, this is very anime inspired as well. Like, you can mm. get married and relationships and stuff, and it's just like all oh, the different changes Ooh. with the. Ooh. This is a bit from oh. software. Was that, yeah. a, was, that, was that a key change when it built up? Yeah, it yeah. was. The tempo changes as well. It's, this opening changes a lot. I can Visually, I can see it in my head. Because it's all about, you know, these characters. Obviously, your character is an amnesiac, and they wake up in a field, and you join Krom, who's Gosh. the main character. She Perfect could... game for Dan. Yeah. And you're a stranger in a strange land. Stranger in a strange land. Yeah. Naturally. This is Awakening's theme. Oh, that really does change style. Yeah, that's. I mean, this is almost like a suite. Um, Mm. But it's One Piece, so, yeah. Oh, no, it's not One Piece, it's it's Fire Emblem. Yeah. Very adventure esque as well. Even it's, it's cool. Oh, you absolutely get it from that. Da, da, da. Yeah, and it just yeah cuts. Yeah, just nostalgia. I love this game so much. I I'm replaying it re- again on hard because because basically what happens is as well is the characters that you order into battle they can either come back, they're fine, or they are gone forever. So your choices really matter with the tactical aspect mm. of this game. So it really mm-hmm. packs a punch, you know. They are, yeah, they are straight up gone. So sure. 
hard mode, hard classic is very brutal sometimes. Because mm. AI can be fun. But no, I, yeah. yeah. Fire Awakening was one of those games on the DS at the time. Just, yeah. It, it's a great RPG if you get the chance to play it. Please do. Cool. Um, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Um... I like adventure. RPGs. Very, very, very adventure. Very anime. Um, mm-hmm. You do have that that change right at the start. Like it's like mm. happy, minor key, for like five seconds, and then it goes very happy again. Yeah. Um, yeah. Which is kind of like a hmm. Um, what's what's going on here? But yeah, yeah which very is good. Cool. Um. Okay, Chris. Yes. Number yes. eight. My number eight is the song Hollow Knight from the game Hollow Knight, which is another 180 shift. It is. Quite bleak. Um, I think this song does a very good um, job Mm -hmm. at portraying just how lonely you feel wandering around Hollow Nest. This is is one that was on my list, but I saw it on Chris's and I was like, okay, I'll come up with something else. Um... And I think this might be again higher on Haley's too. Um, but have you finished the game yet? I have not. I have made three attempts mm. to finish the game, but it is one of those kinds of games that you put down for a week or two, try to pick back up, and at that point you realise you've lost every single skill that you've oh. yeah. you built up over that time. I I do. I love. I love this game. The music is wonderful. And again, this is Team Cherry's. Like I think two people. Um, what? So again, like so much of it's just done by. Uh, one one guy. Uh, like I think all like the the story stuff and and things like that's one guy, and then like the the music and the designs. The other I can't comment, but I might be wrong with that. Mm-hmm. But it, again, very impressive. Silk song might exist. Silk song when? Whenever they decide to release it. <laughs> it's it's been years. Um, but yeah, no, Hollow Knight is great. Um, it's all yeah. it's it's hand drawn, right? Is yes, that, I'm that pretty sure it is. Yeah. All the frames are hand drawn. So it's got a beautiful it's... art style. It's weird. It all looks quite dark, but in a it's still got a bit of a cozy feel to it in certain areas. It's it's still cozy and some of the music's very cozy. Um hmm. a couple of the people, it... like <sighs> City of Tears is very kind of cozy. But, yeah. And it is one of those games that no matter how much I've played it, I've refused to um turn the music off and put on something mm-hmm. else while I play, mm-hmm. which I tend to do a lot with games. So. You, you, you do, yeah. Um, so, I, I like that the main character is like, it's just like a little guy. It's just a little thing. He's yes. a little guy. He, he really is. Um, I mean, most most of the characters most are just little characters things. characters are little guys. They're bugs. I mean, yeah, they're all bugs. They're all uh, really little. Yeah. Should we go then? Let's get going, yeah. Isn't this game as well notorious for its difficulty? It's pretty hard. It is pretty hard, yeah. It's pretty hard. This actually reminds me that there was a game I neglected to put on mine and probably (laughs) should have. Mm. Oh well. I'll, I'll come back to it in a different video. I'm sure, you, yeah, we can do this again. We can put it on there. We will. Very somber Yeah, very. Like, mm. uh, 
what is the plot, basic plot of Hollow Knight? Because I don't how, know. How far have you got, Chris? I have gotten quite far. I've gone down in the thing and got the thing. Okay. I've gone okay. in a, like, was it a dead worm or something I went inside? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Um, Gay bugs. Not quite. I don't know. Maybe? Um, I only know it from Tumblr. Genderless asexual bugs. Yeah. Um, ah, except for one. Gay. Um, and then it starts <laughs> again. Um, uh, so Hollow Knight is about you, um, the knight, uh, going to this maybe, place. Maybe, but or... maybe not. People are arguing over whether you play Hollow Knight in Hollow Knight. Or uh, no, you're, no, you're, you're the knight. Your you are the knight. Known, your character's known as the knight. Um, okay. Going to this this eternal kingdom called Hallownest, which has fallen to ruin, um, and everyone there is affected by this kind of this plague of the mind uh, that's, mm. that's been affected by something. And you're just exploring around, speaking to, to people, you know, saving kind of the, the few main people that can be saved, uh, and just learning the history of this place. It's very... It's very much a soul's like in how you uncover the law. Um, okay. It's very a lot of environmental storytelling. Stuff, where you, um, you, you've gone to a place very much after all of the shit has gone down. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, but the the wider story of of what happened and what caused everything to go wrong and then what was uh, sacrificed to try and save it and it still didn't work is very sad. Um, and there's a very good law video on it by Mossbag, um, which is, it's, it's hilarious and it covers everything very well, but I would highly recommend playing it. Um, eventually on my, and, I'll put uh, it on my playlist that is yeah. ever growing. Yeah. But yeah, uh, the, the, no, Chris is absolutely right. It is a very good. Super depressing if you don't read anything. Um, you just go through the game as a, as a game. But... Boss themes in it as well. Um... Oh, hi, Chris. You're back. I kept on trying to talk and having an Ollie disappearing and appearing. Oh, no. There may have been some issues. There may have been some connection issues. Maybe. There. Can can you hear me now? Oh yes, yes. I, yeah, everything's he... fine now. Oh, yeah. cool. Good. Could you not hear me before? I you heard of... bits of what you were saying. You sort of talked, and then it sort of cut, didn't it, for a little while, and then you oh. joined back in. I don't know whether. If that happens again, someone tell me, and then I'll stop talking. Um. Uh. Yeah. No, I was just saying. Um. It's got one of my favorite um, boss like quote unquote final boss themes. Um. Which is again kind of very mournful and sad, um, but uh, yeah, that's for another list. Um, so next number eight uh, is Haley's number eight. That is da, 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 da. 
Animal Crossing, New Horizon. Adverts. Yay. Yep. Adverts. Would you like to lick the creamy yogurt? No. I got the same one. <laughs> <laughs> We've all got the same one. Then they then there's a picture shown of of the lady with a incredibly long, long tongue. tongue. She's like, worried that if she licks she the yogurt, this, what's it the the oh. makes, makes me all flustered. That uh, that one enemy from Left 4 Dead 2. Hmm. <laughs> oh god, the lickers from Left 4 Dead 2 are horrible. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, this is Animal Crossing's new oh. horizons. This is an hour, so we're not <laughs> listening to the whole thing. Um, and she quickly quickly grabbed what. Things you could find, uh, but yeah, it's a jolly tune that's free and utilizes a lot of percussive instruments that a Western audience in particular would think of on holiday, uh, on holidays to warm areas, aka the Maca- the Macarenas, the Maracas. Um, just overall very comforting and does a very good job of making one feel at ease, mm. which we will we will we'll see. But... <laughs> Because I think, if I remember correctly, the composer for this Animal Crossing thing is different from like all the others who did the music previously, if I remember correctly. Quite possibly. I don't know much about Animal Crossing. so It's a good game, New Horizons. It, it, it does get a bit repetitive, as they do. But it is, the, the creative freedom aspect of it has been the best in the series. By yeah, perfect storm in the came out just after COVID, oh, yeah. didn't it? So. It helped us yes. through those dark days, definitely. It gives you a, a feeling of freedom, uh, this theme, because it's mm-hmm. it plays very fast and loose with, like, <laughs> time signatures, you know? Yeah. Yes. Not yeah. all of it is just on a four-on-the-floor beat. Sometimes it just, like, starts and stops. Oh, yeah, yeah. It's got uh, every different theme. Every single hour in the game has got a different theme and it's awesome. Ooh. Um this is starting again for now, so we'll mm-hmm. we'll leave that there. But um mm-hmm. yeah. No, there's very, very kind of free, very holiday kind of feel. Cozy, happy, upbeat. Um yeah. That what she said pretty much. Mm. Um cool. Okay. Uh next number eight I'm excited for a Tan song. Comes from mm. Tan. Have I heard of this game before? Probably. You have. Not. You have. I this have. is an, this is another old game. Mega Man yeah. Three. Ah. I wanted to pick one from the Mega Man series I love so much. Um, they're all pretty good. Some of the themes are way better than others. Mm-hmm. Mega Man Three, in general, has some of the most um like melodic themes like the proto man's very short ditty when he pops up they're going do 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 like a whistle but the the theme is very 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 different and it gives you this like super heroic um or as close as the the ness can get to heroic with just <laughs> some like some some saw waves and square waves um mm-hmm. As close as you can get to heroism on an S sound chip with some some really nice like some some really nice not really chord progressions because again the NES can only play like three notes. Yeah. But um the way a lot of them sort of they create a faux chord progression with the notes that are played or with arpeggios. So it's very, very interesting. And this one's very good. 
Okay. Uh, I had to pick number three. I could have picked like Mega Man X or something, but mm-hmm. this one, probably my favorite. Mega Man 3, mm-hmm. it's exactly three minutes. So we we definitely don't need to listen to all of it, though. Oh, I love it. It's very cool. Mm-hmm. And then we get on to the, the oh, classic. Yeah. That's very cool. Yeah, that's uh, that's that one. Really oh. good. There that's was a, a toss up. Fun. Was a toss up at the beginning between like that and Mega Man Two. I went with this one. Mm-hmm. It's just um, very heroic. Very it's very heroic. Very heroic. It's it's very interesting because it's like if um, if you listen to each individual piece. Like, there's not actually that much going on there. But combined, it feels like there's a lot more to it. Um, mm. So it almost feels like one of those kind of big orchestral pieces, even though it's just, it's just not that much. It's like four sounds, maybe. Um, which is really cool. It's also very interesting, I find, that, like, thanks to games like Undertale and, and other kind of things with, um, you know, 8-bit sounds that we got again, almost. Like, this doesn't feel like old music to me. It just feels like music, which is really cool. Um, I might try and re- reorchestrate this one sometime, like turn it into a that'd be cool, a sort of orchestral theme. That would be cool. I think that would be interesting. Cool. Yeah. Mm. Um, yeah, that's fun. Like I like the start, and then it just like yeah, transitions into the yeah. That's very cool. Very yeah, Mega Man music cool. is very good. I I I have got a bunch of them, and I've played them quite a bit. And yeah, the music was always was always pretty great. Okay. Final number eight is my one. Uh, and this is another one where it's like the music's kind of there. Um, it's more subdued. Um, uh, and that is from the 2016 God of War. I'm noticing that a lot of um, like a lot of your picks were more subdued. Mm-hmm. In fact, like, all of everyone's except me. <laughs> we will get to a couple more of mine, which are more. This is just a theme, and the theme plays. Um, but yeah, I had to kind of dig around a bit because, yeah, I, I think a lot of the things, of, like a lot of your games, are like just straight up like old school action or old school racing, um, which is like the kind of you know high octane punchiness. Um, and yeah, so yeah, having those be subdued would be kind of odd, um, I guess. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, um, so God of War when it came out, obviously very different to the previous three. Um, mm. Story-wise, very different, very different Kratos, uh, very different style of gameplay as well. Um, 
and an art style as well. An art mm. style very different, obviously just much prettier because it's newer. Um, but also very different music. The music for this is done by Bear McCreary, who I hadn't really heard of um, until I I I I, I watched playthroughs of this. I'm only actually getting to play myself recently, um, but I watched so many playthroughs when it first came out. Um, and the music is gorgeous. Uh, he also did the music for Battlestar Galactica, which we are watching on the channel, and that's ah. great music. Um, lovely music in Battlestar, uh, <laughs> and I think Vikings as well, which is a show I've heard good things about, but I've not watched. Um, uh, but he does excellent music, and this is another one where it's got one of those themes that comes back a lot, um, but it's kind of very faintly playing because it's emulating the title screens of the previous God of War games, but those are very much the war part, and it's all kind of raging and, you know, very in your face. And this is much more subdued <laughs> again. Um, but yeah, I'm not sure how much we'll actually be able to hear, um, or if we'll just hear trees and the wind rustling, but we'll see. Um, I'm pretty sure the theme is in there somewhere. Yeah, I've heard good things about God of War. A lot of um, won a lot of awards, I think, back in Game Awards. Was it, it did it won last year or the year before yeah. last? Now, technically, um, yeah. the best performance in a game. Mm -hmm. uh, Christopher Judge, um, yeah, got it. Um, and he made a very emotional speech, and it was it was a very good time. Yeah, by all, except for yeah. um, Jeff Keighley, because it meant he had to give away some extra. Steam decks because it was so long. Yeah. Wait, really? Yeah, they they had they had a thing going that every two minutes of the show they were giving away a Steam deck. Right. And uh... Christopher Judge's um, speech was so long that he yeah. immediately joked afterwards that <laughs> a few extra people were getting given Steam decks there. I yeah. Guess. And then as a result of that, this year they imposed a hard limit on how long you could speak for and it, it was it's... well they had they had they had a hard limit for the show length which yeah. meant that the game of the year when they're at the end had their time massively reduced yeah which is and a bit so sad. they were cut off in the middle of them dedicating the award to their deceased yeah. uh, co-creator oh, really? who died like a month oh. before the game came out oh. yeah yeah i and saw then... the big the picture with the big wrap it up sign Mm -hmm. Yeah, I saw that. It was a big controversy, wasn't it? Because it's like it was. you know. And then this year they kind of they went so hard about the other way, like yeah, with Neil Newborn's speech, like he clearly wanted to say some more stuff, oh, and it was just yeah. like he got cut off, and that really sucked. Anyway, God of War. Um, there is a, a woman's voice. I don't know if you guys I... have been able to catch it. Um, yeah, but mm. yeah, that's kind of like the the theme of Kratos's wife. Um, and it's, I'm not sure if it's going to be like her voice or or what, but it's a gorgeous voice, and it's just a really pretty theme, and it, it comes back a few times again mm. further into the game, because um, that's kind of what the whole game is about: is um, taking this final journey. Um, mm. to, to this isn't a spoiler. It's the first thing that happens uh, is Kratos and his son uh, taking. Kratos' wife slash his son's mother's ashes to the highest peak. Um, and it's, yeah, it's just a very emotional journey, and that's kind of the music that comes back along with it. Um, and, and yeah, I, I really like the music, and I kind of just wanted to get on here somewhere, and I was like, the intro has music, right? 
Yeah, it does, <laughs> just about. Um, so there we go. Um, I swear the rest of mine are, are more musical, um, I think. <laughs> but yeah, they are. Um, but yeah, no, again, I'm sure I'll, on another list, be able to do more God of War music, proper, proper music. But yeah. yeah, just the kind of sporadic humming you get every now and again. Um, it's just, it's very pretty. Mm. Even though it's mostly ambient sound. Because um, yeah. it is one of those games as well that when you click new game, it just goes straight into him chopping the tree. I was about to say, um, is he, he going to chop the tree? Because it looks like, like he's literally about to do it. Immediately into it, it's, yeah, bonkers. Um, okay. You're sort of stuck in that vision. All you hear is like her voice, and then like you said, it's the cutting of the tree, is a snapback mm-hmm. reality of like, keep going on that journey. Indeed. I've not played any God of War, so that's just the only... It's 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 certainly an interesting one. This one's definitely a game about mourning, um, yeah. and also Kratos connecting with his son because they definitely yeah. did not have a close relationship before. They did not. All this happened, but yeah, it's it's a it's an incredible game, and the mm. the, the I, story, I, the music, the combat, the relationship. It's yeah. I do very much like that they acknowledge the first three games. Yeah, absolutely. Very much it's, so. A lot of these remakes, they. You know, completely reboot it, but this is just very much a continuation. Yeah, in in every way, it's just a, a masterfully done like remake, sort of. Um, yeah, it's a, it's a soft reboot. It's a soft really. reboot. Yeah, it's um, yeah, they Doctor Who'd it. Um, so yeah, it's great. Okay, next up we have Emily's number seven. I think they're my numbers. Yeah, there oh, we go. In the corner. It's the yogurt advert. <laughs> I have, can't I've lick a yogurt in front of your students. No, they're going to think you're weird. They're going to draw pictures that make me blush. Yeah, pictures of you yeah. with a really long tongue and show their parents. <laughs> oh no. There we go. I'm in. Okay. Foreshadowing. <laughs> My next bit is Nino Kuni, the music done by Joe Hisashi, who does all of the music for Studio Ghibli. Uh... And the fact that this whole game was illustrated by the company themselves as well, which is great. It does look like it, doesn't it? It mm. is Ghibli, yeah. It's the only oh, one time they've worked on a game. Oh, that's one pretty of the cool. Cutscenes were hand drawn Ghibli animations. Yeah, I did, not, did not know that. That is awesome. Yeah. It definitely a, looks like the right music, yeah. It's a very it's a very beautiful game. This like probably one of the best stories I've played on the PlayStation, because it's about obviously Nina Kuni, I think it roughly translates to another world. Um yeah. Uh yeah. The sure. first Isekai. I think. <laughs> it was not the first. No, no. It, but... It's a very um I don't should I give a brief brief synopsis of it's, this game? It translates to second country. Second country, that's it. Because Sekai as well, though I couldn't really work out the top of my mm. head. Um because obviously you play as this character Oliver, they they're in this little motor town. Oh, crazy. Um <laughs> I don't want to spoil it. Something happens fantasy stuff ensues and you get isekai'd and it's just a fantasy one when you play the female you'll you understand mm-hmm. what sort of journey it is sure um, i've got the whole the whole plot somewhere in my head when chris told me yeah. but, <laughs> um, but it, yeah you still got it i haven't played it 
but no, I've, I've not updated it. But um, I, maybe I will. I, I didn't know it was all Ghibli. Um, oh, yeah, it's all yeah. Ghibli, and it's all it's very cool. It's sort of like I don't know how Pokemon. to describe Collect it. Really. It's, 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 it's like it's like Pokemon, but also JRPG, yeah. and um, you know, it's not it's it's real time rather than turn based. Yeah, which is really quite cool. Um, yeah, they changed it up for the second game. Oh, I haven't played the second game, unfortunately. I have played a bit of the second game, and it was yeah. changed up, and they had an extra, mm-hmm. like, um, armies battle mode that they had. Oh. It was a bit strange. Interesting. It's certainly interesting. Ooh. The second game, instead of playing as nice small child Oliver, mm-hmm. the main character, the first person you play as, is the President of the United States who got nuked. Oh, wait, what? to another world. <laughs> Oh, okay. <laughs> Which is certainly oh. something. <laughs> so you turn up in this fantasy world oh. with a gun. Oh, what the... <laughs> Just... Oh. I didn't know that. Oh, that's an interesting film. Um, there's also listen? a film... There's a film on Netflix as well called Nino Kuni, which is completely different to the game. Well, same premise-ish, huh. but different characters. I actually tell a lie. No, actually, I won't spoil that. Yeah. Fair enough. Okay. Unless you want me to spoil it, if you don't care about spoilers. But okay, actually, I won't. In case all, any of us, any viewers are listening, who've not played the game or watched mm-hmm. the film, you know, please do. <laughs> let's let's listen yeah. to them. Yep, wow. that sounds like Ghibli. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yep. Oh, it's a beautifully done. Soundtrack. I will still never forget. I found about this game, funny enough, from you, Chris. You told me about it, and then I saw a YouTube ad for it, and it's just not gone back. And one time, YouTube ads did something right and got me to buy the game. Mm. Oh, that it was a wonderful too. game. And I never quite finished it. Oh, I got to no the final really? boss, and I was very heavily underleveled. Oh, and I, I started grind. grinding. I started grinding, <laughs> but I, I gave up on the grind Toka, before Toka. I could do it. Uh, just grind Toko Tokos. They literally give you like the biggest XP in the game. Yeah, I went to the I... Toko Toko Island. Yeah. In the middle yeah. of the sea. Oh, memories. What oh, a game. I love the middle bit. I just want to just. We'll get to the middle bit. If you know the Chris, you know that little. Da-da-da. Yeah. Oh, oh yeah, this bit coming up. Yep. Da-da-da. Da-da-da. It has got a very adventurous and, and heroic. Yep style to it but also Incredibly. fantastical yeah it's very fantastical it's it's, it's... all done yeah by the <laughs> swing japanese swing, swing orchestra philharmonic yeah orchestra. i can hear joe hisashi just like conducting his the musicians as i listen to this oh. mm. and it goes up a yeah. little bit and then very very ghibli yeah. um which makes sense because because it is, mm. um, like specifically gives me Spirited Away vibes. Yeah, it's like a little bit. Some more. of those opening parts, like it was like I I I've heard these sounds before, um, <laughs> but that all is swells again. A bad thing. I just want to get to the drop. There's, you know, it swells up again. Oh, it's so good. Also, I love the creativity in this game as well. Like the first city you go to is all mm. like cat themed. Like mm. their leader is a just the king is a cat. Yeah. No explanation, just cat. One of the 
main characters in the game is Welsh, very heavily oh, Welsh. Yep, yep. That's, that's trippy. Little guy. I forgot. Don't know what else we can say without spoiling things, really. Yeah, just the art's beautiful. The the, just the different creative choices. Yeah, so nice. It's all very whimsical and like hearted for the most part, but also quite terrifying at other parts. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Well, how old were we when this came out? uh, Were we were we in college? No, we were in secondary school. Secondary, secondary school. school. Yeah. Secondary school. Oh, yeah. wow. Like, yes, the year of hope. So we were 11. Yeah. Oh, wow. Well, I was 11 at the time. Yeah. So it did, yeah. there were bits that did, you know, somewhat scare me because we were still quite oh, yeah. young. Yeah, the there's time. one thing that sits in my head. Yeah, I think this was Christmas of 2010. I got it specifically. Oh, wow. God. I'm still waiting for. Um... You know, I know it's on the Switch now, but... It's on PC. It. That's it. Yeah, that's... I forgot it says that at the end. But yeah, it's just okay. Beautiful game. Make note um, of that, then. Yeah. Yes. Please do. It's it's fantastic. Oh, it sticks... Chris has like, pretty much summed it up really well. It's just a beautiful game. Great story, great characters. Music, obviously, spot on. Joe Hisashi is a great Japanese composer. And he's mm. very wholesome. Loves all the like. Have you ever watched any Ghibli films? Like Ponyo mm-hmm. comes to mind with that. Um, like any Ghibli, really. Um, I did a remaster of it, and it's still very expensive. <laughs> it's still very expensive. Yes. Um, I, will... I still did buy it, and I have played very little of the remaster. But it's what was different from the remaster to the original one. It's not newer. much. It's just it's just the updated graphics. Really. Oh, it looks better. And it's on PC. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Cool. Okay, nice. Next up is Chris's. Chris's. Ooh, what have you got, Chris? So here comes my first of possibly a couple <laughs> uh, repeats. Yeah. Because I have also chosen Minecraft music. <laughs> yeah. Nice. I went. I went more specific. I went for beginning two. Yes. Okay. What's the difference between beginning two and the other? I mean, one? if you listen to this one, you'll you'll see it's a different piece okay. to. I think the one that he yeah, chose. So, so, so when you go onto the intro screen for Minecraft, three different songs could start playing. Mm-hmm. And so I narrowed it down specifically to this one. Yeah. Um, I don't know what to say, really, apart from all of the stuff I said before for Minecraft. Yeah. This, this, I like the piece. It's a beautiful piece. It does make me feel very lonely mm-hmm. when I listen to it. But it's it's... It's one of those songs that I will, if I'm playing another game that doesn't have particularly good music, I turn the, the in-game music off for of that game and I put some of this song. Sure, sure, yeah. Let's uh, let's give it a listen. Heck yeah. Very different vibe. I can still hear like the same light motif, but yeah, yeah. But yep, different vibe. Yeah, this one is yeah incredibly somber. Mm. What's the other one that plays? So there's beginning two. There's uh, I did have this up because we we what heard we heard two of them. I can't one. remember what the other one is. Yeah, I don't know why it's not beginning one. I don't know why it's. 
I'm going to. This is going to help. Minecraft wiki music. Ooh. And the choral sounds, but also that sort of high passed saw chord. Yeah. Mm. It just gives that extra sort of high end fizz. Yeah. Oh, yeah. There's the saw wave. Mm-hmm. So cool. there's there's mutation. There is Moog City 2, Beginning 2, or Floating Trees. Oh, damn. Huh. So there's more than we thought. There's four. I think. I think it's pronounced Moog, Moog. as an aside. It's a, it's a brand of, of synthesizer. Ah, okay. I assumed it was Swedish because there's are they Swedish C4? C4? Believe so, but I have no idea. But yeah, that's um more more lovely piano. Oh the German. Or at least the main producer. I do have to wonder how they're gonna you know that Minecraft film that they're making? I do have to wonder if they're gonna even incorporate any musical. Mm. Yeah, it'd be strange. I mean, a key component of Minecraft is the music, so... Mm. We shall have to see. We will see. Mm-hmm. We will see. Because, I mean, they're still making new music for Minecraft, I think, so... Mm. I think the film is live-action, isn't it? Or is it animated? I I don't know. No, it's been sort of a radio silent. All I know is that Jack Black is in it again. Yes. Um, Are they going to make his face more square? Well, that's like one like I don't know if it is <laughs> real life or, or real life live action. Live, or oh, not, don't but... do a live action hybrid. That'd be awful. <laughs> I mean, I don't think they would. Not Plenty of life. YouTube live action Minecrafts. Yeah, there is. <laughs> and they True. all go very well. They do. They do. Um, okay. Yes, it is. I say nice, um, but it is nice. <laughs> yeah, I think we've. Okay, so we've gone through all the Haley ones that I had. Um, I think I have one more, which she was like, "This." I'm not sure if this counts, but I can't think of many. <laughs> oh, and I do kind of like this because uh, she she's played a lot of games that don't really have music, uh, and a few games a lot, and they'll come up at the top end of the list, but she did say that she kind of liked this, and I'm pretty sure it's this thing. Um, which is very short. It's from a game that me and Chris have played a fair bit of, but have probably oh. never heard this. Oh! Oh, GTFO! GTFO I... intro? That is, is it, not what is I was expecting. What is this game? I keep seeing it. I'm it is a... I guess you could call it an extraction shooter, in a okay. way. In a sense, it, so it you, is, um, yeah. You go down into a mysterious facility okay. to do certain tasks and then get out. Okay. Your health and ammunition are extremely limited. Mm-hmm. You are trying your best to be stealthy and silently take out the enemies because if you shine a torch on them or if you move near them when they're in their listening state, they will wake up and wake all the others up and murder you. Oh, so you, oh, that's you have got to be incredibly careful and methodical to get through. It's how we play it. I have seen people play it where they run through like a madman and somehow make it. The people who are good at the game are bonkers. Um, 
But also at that point, it's like, that's not really what the game is supposed to be mm. like. I, we we did um R1C1 the other day, uh, a couple of rounds of it, and we got right to the end, and then I forgot that you had to extract. And so we completed <laughs> the reactor and then lost. So Wonderful. that was very sad. But no, in their, in their own words, because I think this is the bit, GTFO is a hardcore cooperative horror shooter. Oh, okay. That throws you from gripping suspense to explosive action in a heartbeat. Um, and, and yes, like uh, it's very easy to describe it using the exact same words as Lethal Company, but the two things could not be more different. Okay. Mm. Um, but yeah, um, going into an old facility with limited resources to get stuff while there are terrible monsters. Yep, that that could be both, but. Uh, yeah, um, it's, it's, it's a lot of fun, um, but this is, I think, the intro from, like, uh, the, the theme from, like, the, the announcement trailer or something, maybe, okay. um, it's very short, it's only 25 seconds, I don't even know if it's got sound the whole time, but Halo's just like, it's kind of cool, um, and, and I like it, so there we, there here we go. Work together. I want to try together. this. This sounds fun. It is. If you're going to play it, you've got to be ready for like two hours of being tense. Right. Okay. It I is a, of... a tense. I game. like that. It's got a very, very, yeah. very detuned '80s synth there. Yeah. Mm. The the music in it, when you do get music, is is very good. Um, you are. Yeah. It's I. I don't listen to the music too much, not because it's off, not because it's bad, but purely because when the music plays, you are in the most tense, stressful situations. And so it's going into my brain. It's making me feel more stressed and more tense. Yeah. And I don't really register it's there until we've finished all the fighting. And I hear the very last bit of it when it's like the fighting's over song. Yeah. Because it just does a little boom when it, when it finishes, but... And something uh, brought back to reality. Yeah, it is an excellent game. We we got it recently for for Aura and Tom, uh, and we've been playing it. And they they've been Tom can shoot in GTFO. Good, as in he can shoot straight. Um, I don't know how, but he can. Um, for context, Tom's history of being accurate with uh, guns and games is not great um but he 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 was very he was very accurate with the revolver he just kept getting lots and lots of headshots on the on the sleepers so nice that was quite impressive but yeah um yeah the the the, the kind of slightly sci-fi but slightly tense horror vibe creeping yeah. through as it went on is uh yeah i've not heard it before but it's pretty accurate and then the, the ending of that is very much more the like gtfo theme mm. the setting is beautifully um it is it is Megacorp, which happens a lot, and Megacorp Dystopia. Mm-hmm. It is specifically Megacorp Dystopia, where um, they've cocked up and everything's dead. Yeah. It, it, so. it, 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 it did come out like either just before or just at the start it, of well, COVID. Well, it was announced oh. in 2017. Yeah. Um, um, I don't remember when it came out after that, but it was... It was a COVID game that we did for a while, wasn't it? It was. It was that and Deep Rock. Um, and their their constant um, audio. It's another one of those games where you learn about everything through audio logs. 
Mm -hmm. It's got um, great voice acting for good voice, for great voice acting. Feature. And the the the, the 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 sound the sound design is awesome. Um, mm. And then the guns and everything. But uh, yeah, no, it's uh, Megacorp found this. Um, it's 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 set in um, a huge underground facility that's mined into or nearby the Chicxulub crater of which the dinosaur won. Um, yes, it it is in the meteor. That kill okay, the dinosaurs. dinosaurs. And that's got some metal in that you need for super processors, something that's very expensive these days. Um, and they were doing a whole bunch of other, like, shady scientific experiments down there, research and stuff. And they let something out, which is a virus. And then the virus has essentially killed the world at this point. But there's either still some person or AI or something called the Warden, which is getting us to do the tasks. Um, and then more. But that's kind of spoilers. And maybe time shenanigans but we've not really got to that yet and it's very interesting um but yeah so there we go that's a fun time to talk about ggfo thank you for that one Haley. um so next number eight eight number seven number seven, seven. Next, number seven, seven for ten. my number seven is it gonna be older than us let's find out no not this <laughs> oh. time oh okay okay you mix it up Bit Trip Runner. Oh, I like yeah. the whole Bit Trip series, um, but this is the one with the most prominent theme, because okay. then they made Runner Two, which has the same theme, and Runner Three, which has the same theme, and Rerunner recently, which has the same theme. Okay. Uh, it's 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 Bit Trip, right? It's from the surface, you've got this very, very sort of simple gameplay for each one's a different gameplay. You've got the first one, which is like Pong. The second one is like a rhythm um, DDR-style thing. Mm -hmm. The third one is weird. The fourth one is Runner, and you're, you're jumping and sliding and kicking on a, on, as you are forced to run. The mm -hmm. fifth one's like an on-rails 2D shooter, and the sixth one's Pong again. Um, but they they tell this story of the um, the birth and death of uh, the main character Commander Video, who is some pixels. Uh, and it's Bitrip Runner is the first game where he has like because the first three games are like developing his consciousness in as like a a fetus is the first game where he goes from being a soul to being a body with a brain. The second one is like him learning. Bitrip Core is about him learning to like walk, learning to have an identity. The third oh. one is about developing the id, ego, and super ego. And the fourth one is about making friends and enemies. Whoa. Um, in the fifth one he dies <laughs> and then in the oh, sixth yeah. one he um, ascends into um, bit heaven or whatever it's weird okay. oh. like in, in, in Flux he learns to let go of his past and ascend into transcendence uh, it's weird I love this series of it's, it was WiiWare these came out as WiiWare on the Wii store originally oh, they're great okay. Bitrip Runner uh, is is fun. It's funky. It's really hard. 
it's um got like dynamic music but it always sort of comes back to this theme um and it's a really just like upbeat and jolly theme mm -hmm. that has that bit influence obviously yeah i uh... i watched at johnny's yeah and then now have Bit Trip Runner 2 Future Legend of Rhythm Alien. That's the one. Yeah, I think and... that one's... It's not part of the original Bit Trip story, but it is yeah. um, also very good. It's a continuation of the gameplay. Mm -hmm. um, and it was like very cool and very yeah, dynamic. Sounds all really good. Very... But that's yeah, my only logic, not knowledge of it. But yeah, okay. Let's have a listen. Highly recommend. Yeah, this sounds vaguely familiar to it. it sounds oh, very this... bitty. Yeah. It does also sound bitty. But it's also got this string sound in the background. It's a fusion of old and new. Mm-hmm. It's just admit... that. Yeah. Light when motif. you're describing the story, Ted, I was not expecting that story from <laughs> this game. <laughs> Like, wow, zero to 100 very quickly. Not a bad thing, though. That is. That was all. That was that's the whole thing. Okay. What? Oh, that's, that's pretty chill. It's, yeah. It's like fun, pretty chill. Um. Yeah, bit, the boss, the, the enemy is called Timbletot. <laughs> wow! So huh. that's there's that. Yeah, that's his that nemesis. His nemesis. <laughs> okay. Um, yeah, it's got a got a very fun energy to it. Yeah, nice. Okay, and this one is a proper proper theme. Um, <laughs> Uh, I think. No, I mean the turtles was, but but th this one is definitely like a a theme that plays when when the menu is going, and that is an advert. It is an advert. Create yeah, but... your own destiny. Oh, there we go. You can buy I a. Have... Do I? I think I have home. this game. Nuclear throne. Nuclear throne. This game, I've never um, played it. Nuclear I, Throne, yeah, that's a good one. I I can't remember who who bought this for me, but uh, I I I saw I think I think you Tan were probably playing it, or you Tan and Dan or something. I've played I've played it, yeah. And I kept seeing it, and I was like, oh, this seems kind of cool. And I put on my wishes, and someone got it for me, and I played it a bit. It's the kind game's alright. Uh... It the game's fun. It's it not massively fun. my thing, um, but I enjoyed playing it. But the the title theme. Just, it's really good. This um, is kind of the gameplay of Blazing Beaks as an aside. It's based yeah. on this. Okay, so. cool. Um, it's just, it's a great piece. It, it, it's, again, it's kind of very quick-paced, um, which it's it's an action roguelike shooter again. So yeah, it's kind of quick-paced, um, but it's got this, uh, like, nuclear throne. It's got, like, this is called Legend of the Throne. It's got this kind of slightly epic, um, but also kind of Western vibe. Ooh, okay. And then it changes, um, and 
is and then it goes kind of back to what it was, but it like it adapts. It, it's very cool. It it the first time I heard just like, ah, oh, that's a really cool piece of music. Um you'll see what I mean with with the change, I think. But um yeah. It's it's just it's 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 a great kind of opening piece to the, the game. Uh so let's have a listen. Never heard of this game. Oh, I love this list because all these games I've never heard of it and I love it. Mm-hmm. It it absolutely gives that post-apocalyptic vibe, doesn't it? Yes, that's it. Post-apocalyptic, yeah. But also kind of Western. Yeah. And that's exactly what Nuclear Throne feels like, just with yeah. more explosions. Yep. Oh, I like that chord. Yeah, because yeah. I just... Ooh. I feel Ooh. like I should be running from something quick and murderous whilst this is playing. Yeah. yeah. It makes me feel like I'm playing Nuclear Throne, so it, it yeah. does a great job. <laughs> and then it brings back the old theme again with the new, but just like the... Dun, 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 uh, yeah, just... It's great. And the... Oh... The Western harmonica. I yeah. know. Oh, I love that. It's 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 a lot of fun. Oh, right. oh this is this is good. But yeah. Please, can you make this all into a giant um, link the playlist, Ollie? I, 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 I to... can. I'll put this all in a playlist. Um, Lovely, thank you. Because yeah. I need to listen to these again. <laughs> there we go. Um, yeah, I just the pace, the the introduction. It again, like yeah, having like like when I did music GCSE, a lot of the music I would write for it was. You know, building. Like you'd start with a couple of instruments, and you'd broad, broaden it out and, and do more. Um, and so that's the kind of thing which, if I, if I ever get that, that 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 scratches that itch for me. And then this definitely does that. But it's got so many interesting like vibes as well. Like yeah, the the western, um, and then kind of the the kind of slightly rock aspect of it, and and then the the like the choral stuff being kind of like the the kind of mythical part of it as well, um, kind of like this this campfire tale kind of vibe when there was a campfire in the the shot. To be fair, so yeah, I just I I, I really like really like that 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 piece. Yeah. Um, so yeah, okay, we have um one to go, I think, and then for we'll do half. for this half, and then we'll do five to one next time that makes sense so yeah um starting off with emily your final piece for today number six mm-hmm. yep i know what's coming it is something uh-huh. chill I <laughs> animal crossing newly. slightly different animal crossing yeah, yeah. it's a more homely one this one uh, i only recently picked up newly for again 
very, very recently. And I just got reminded of this theme and I thought, oh, more nostalgia. I love it. Let's put it on the list. Why not? Um, yeah, just sort of very comfy theme. Like, obviously, it's expressed more with Haley's uh, choice of um, New Horizons. Um, but New Leaf has got a special place in my heart. Um, yeah, it's just... I remember going a lot, taking this game with me on holiday when I was a lot younger and just hearing this mm. theme, it just brings back a lot of those memories for me personally. Yeah. Um, yeah. Like I said, it's, just, it's, it's Animal Crossing. It's, it's comfy. It's calm. You know. Yeah, yeah book and read. Absolutely. And yeah, got a nice cup of tea. Yeah, play this game. It's great. It's great. Cool. Let's have a listen. Diff- very different vibe to New Horizons. Mm-hmm. Mm. Still got a bit of that percussion in the back, though. Yeah, yeah. Even though we're just gonna comparison. bring that to the forefront more in the um. That's different. I don't remember that from the horizon. Hmm. Yeah, that's yeah. This definitely feels more. Cozy and kind of at home, rather than yeah. like tropical islandy. Yeah, because I think the main the main gimmick of, of New Leaf when it came out was the fact that you were the mayor, so you could run the whole town. Um, whereas obviously New Horizons is a bit different. Like you obviously you still come the island representative, but you can do more changing and of the island and make it more your own. Whereas this one, you got to pick your own randomly generated town, but it still felt like yours. The public works project and stuff, so it's all all still unique, but more for like, like I said, coming home rather than holiday aspects of the, mm. the game. Yeah. Hmm. Okay. Very nice. Yeah, and if you get the, if you get the chance, please play Moodle. It's a it's a fun game. Yeah. And I like it very much. No. Okay. This is number six. Right. Uh-huh. Here we go. Melagear Solitary. Oh, oh shoot, come I deleted the wrong one, sorry. <laughs> it's actually going to be Animal Crossing! <laughs> Melagear Solitary Snake Eater. Uh-huh. I got a remaster, had... didn't it? It did get a remaster, that was what I played. It's had a remaster remaster, actually. Mm. Um, a remaster recently. Very recently. Because it, it is um, from 2004? I want to say. Ooh, okay. Um, I have a very strange relationship with um, the Metal Gear franchise because I started at five, which is the one that Hideo Kojima oh. didn't really want to make. Oh, okay. And didn't finish. Oh. It's a very strange game. You literally you finish halfway. And that's it. There's, there's so much missing from it. Wait, what? <laughs> oh. Really? It's really weird. And there's also a like a prologue. That you can play, but it's fifty pounds and what? a separate game, and it's it's very oh. strange. Uh, yeah. But going back in time when Hideo Kojima wanted to make Metal Gear Solid games, um, and one I played after five in a totally legal manner um, is Metal Gear Solid Three Snake Eater, which is probably the one I've enjoyed the most. Um, this song plays multiple times. 
the most memorable time it plays is you are in a giant underground facility climbing up a ladder and for the entire ladder climb you are listening to this song it is a three minute long ladder climb with just very loud music going on a very good time and i just think every time what must it be like if you don't have the music turned on and you just come up to this ladder and are just am i still coming through yeah 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 okay just listening. <laughs> and, and you you're just climbing in silence in the dark for three minutes hmm. um I don't know what else to say about it other than it's it's a very strong, loud song. It's a very nice listen. I imagine you might have listened to it before. I I have heard this because you have played it. Ten. Um, I have not heard this one. You've not heard it. I oh, I really it? should have added it to a playlist because it's very James Bond. It's very James Bond. And I do it's love that style good, of song. So very good song. Yeah. Um. It is the vocals I remember are done by Donna Burke. I don't know if she also wrote the song. Um, she's done other songs. She did um, for the second season of Tokyo Ghoul. Which oh, wait. The only good thing about it in my mind was the soundtrack. She did the singing for Glossy Sky. Oh, no way. Yeah. Oh, I love that song. So she has a very strong voice. And wow. <laughs> Yeah, great song. I think we should just play it, really. We should. This is going to be very different to everything we've had so far. Um, it's completely different to anything I've done. Yeah. That's for sure. Nice, though. It's a... Yeah. Immediately. Oh, yep. Is... yep. Bond. James yep. Bond. It's great. Wait, what? Yep. I can hear her now. Yeah. Oh, cool. How she did that. I didn't know that. Is Wow. Yeah, she did Sins of the Father for Metal Gear Solid 5 Sins as well. That makes sense. Solid 5. That's a very good song as well. Uh, one I probably will include in a list at some point, but it, I don't <laughs> think that's a theme song. Don't think it is, no. Okay. I do love that one. That's more of a character theme. Yeah. Well, Quiet's theme is more of a character theme, and I think it follows on from that. Mm. Oh, yeah. It's just quite a surprising song to come up if you've been, you've spent a while wandering around a rainforest that's for some reason in the Soviet Union. Um, yep. 
trying desperately to sneak around things and do a load of CQB, and you finally make your way into a secret facility, climb a ladder, and just bam, it's there. Ha! <laughs> huh. It's very James Bond, you're right. right. Yeah. Oh, this is good. Yeah, I definitely didn't see what you mean, Chris. He's a very strong singer. Mm-hmm. I'm, I imagine you've heard Sins of the Father, Emily, but if you haven't, her voice no, in I that haven't. one is... Oh, her voice I'm in sorry. that is incredible. I will add it to you, my may have heard it from, you may have heard it from a meme, to be fair, if not the actual song. Probably. Oh, I love, oh, I love it when yes. they whisper. Oh, I love that. It's a great song. And I just want to finish off by saying, in this game, at the end of it, you kill someone who um, has the title of The Boss. And then when you get back to America afterwards, Lyndon B. Johnson says, you have bested the boss. I now bestow upon you the title of Big Boss. <laughs> and it is just the best. It's 2004 graphics photo pasted on Lyndon B. Johnson. And it's, it's amazing. Uh, yeah. Cool. Good song. Good yeah, game. love, love that song. Okay. Um... So I, I, I have to uh, apologize to Haley because I got her order mixed up, which is not my fault because she didn't send me your order, but I said I did GG first number seven. Uh, that was supposed to be number six. Oopsie um, doopsie. So that was this one, and the one that we're about to do now is number seven, which is World of Warcraft Shadowlands. Um, which I did is... not take Haley for a while player. Haley played... A lot of WoW. <laughs> People tend to um, if they play WoW. And, <laughs> it's and either other, none or a lot. And a couple yeah. of other sim- similar ones which yeah. will come up later. Um, but very, very otherworldly chorus, and then it builds up and up, and then bam, warry marching sounds. Very underworld-esque, uh, and the voices sound a little contorted, um, like tortured undead crying out, and it goes along, it shifts into each of the four main factions and gives us the impression of each faction available with the feelings of freedom, war, nature, and torment. Mm. Uh, it's quite a long one. I don't know if we're going to have to listen to the whole thing to get that across. I guess we'll see. After the ad. After the Tekken ad. Oh, it's After the yogurt, the yogurt one, one again. again. Are you selling your first home? No. <laughs> I mean, they are good yogurts, but just stop. <laughs> oh, and another cottage advert. Okay. There we Back go. Start. Time for yep. some good stuff. Very dark and dour. Mm. 
Ooh. This is good. I don't know what more to say about this, really. I don't know what I, to say about this. I imagine it's, yeah, it's a longer one and things are going to change. Hmm. It matches the image I have of World of Warcraft. Mm -hmm. I'll do that. I'll say that. As sure. someone who's never played World of Warcraft, thank you. Yeah, neither. No, neither. Not been bitten by that bug. Yeah, as, as I was also going to say. There's an outbreak coming in, so. Another outbreak. There's another one about halfway through. That's very funny. I'm just going to skip on a couple of times and see if it changes much. Skip on to about four minutes. This is like a long, long old theme. It is indeed. As Haley said when it um Okay, so yeah. I think it's the title kind of theme for it. Okay. The login screen, yeah. And I guess wow takes quite long to log into probably. Sometimes you've got to enter a server queue, I believe. So yeah. Yeah. We're we gonna have another ad or can I skip ahead? I can skip ahead. Okay, so yeah, as you go on the 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 start of music does change quite quite a lot. A man is shaving a skull. Oh no! No. Okay. Well, we'll leave it there. But yes, the vibe certainly yeah changes quite a lot as it goes on. Yeah, really, quite a lot. Damn. Okay. Well, we'll leave that one there. That was Hades number seven, because I murdered up the order. Back to number six is now. This is Tan's number six. Woohoo! You know what's up? It's Burnout oh, 2! I am surprised this didn't... Well, actually, no, I'm not surprised this didn't come up early, because we're going... We're going from going to one, down. so... Once again, not heard of this game either! It's another racing the, game! The Burnout series is a game about driving real fast, doing incredibly dangerous things like driving on the wrong side of the road and going okay. as close as cars to possible without crashing into them, and <laughs> um, in the later games, slamming your opponents into walls. Um, Burnout 1 had a an utterly bizarre soundtrack that was like okay i love the soundtrack to burnout one um because it's um dynamic it's not what you expect at all every game after burnout one was rock and metal the first one was like all sorts of things but the, it would start off as like a sort of jolly song as you're dashing at 150 miles an hour through traffic um and then you would crash. If you crash three times in a race, which is very likely, it turns into a horror game. <laughs> um, and it has, like, the most trauma-inducing for a young child like me uh, soundtrack you can imagine. Burnout 2, completely the other side. It was just like, yeah! Crashing's cool! Do crimes! Metal! And instead of 
normally in burnout one as you boost uh because you have to use all of your boost in one go um when you boost the the music completely vanishes and is replaced by like a heartbeat sound uh. in burnout two the get the the music is normally sort of a little quiet and then when you um boost it cranks up the metal and guitars all the way <laughs> so it's completely the other direction burnout 2 is the one that introduced the theme that sort of comes back in in most of the games like revenge and paradise but this is the definitive version it just gets you hyped because it's aggressive you know what you're getting into with this okay let's have a listen mm. I'm very interested now. Mm. And then somehow it gets emotional. Hmm. Hmm. Uh, I think that is where it repeats. So, okay, they added a whole lot more in the Burnout Paradise version. Mm. Um, it's like it, it's it's harder, you know. It goes, instead of a ding 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 with that rhythm, it's like you know, sure, yeah, yeah. And then it has this whole other section where it goes completely ham. But I wanted this one. Mm -hmm. Very. They're both good cool. though. Yeah, like that's a cool thing. It's not one like some of them that you you had that were racing ones. I could have been like, yeah, that's definitely racing theme. That one could have been a couple of things. It could um, have been anything. It could have been like, <laughs> like if 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 the first Contra came out like mm. in two thousand and five or something instead of nineteen eighty whatever. Yeah. Yeah, it's very okay. sort of, or maybe Metal Slug. Who knows. Mm. It's yeah, just action. Yeah, the action kind of feel to it. Okay, which leaves us with one more, um, which is my my number six, um, which I think is also Hades number five, but I'll I'll let her talk about it next time. Um, oh, wow. Ah, the Mean yeah. Girls film, of course. That's <laughs> your favourite one. It's got another love. ad for Ah, there we go. Yeah. I limited myself to one FromSoft, and it technically yeah. wasn't FromSoft, but it was there. I did not. Um, <laughs> um, yeah. yeah. This is the, the theme. Uh, the the main theme. It's also the like the trailer theme, um, and they use it again. And to be fair, that's fair enough because it's a great theme. Um, yeah, like we kind of talked about earlier, the uh, the Souls series specifically are very somber, very dark and depressing. Um, that's not to say there aren't bombastic moments, but that's certainly not where it starts, or in fact where it ends. Um, Bloodborne and Sekiro kind of do their own thing, um, but Elden Ring is very much bombastic from the start, and like, yes, you are the more than you are in anything else, um, 
yeah, it definitely feels like you're more like the the hero. This is a, a heroic story. Um, definitely gives you that feel. Um, mm-hmm. And a lot of the music throughout does, uh, certainly as well. Um, so, yeah. Let's have a listen. It also uses a couple of notes from a theme from Dark Souls 1, which I don't know if it's intentional or not, but interesting. Those two. Just brass sections and drums, which are just cool anyway. Um, and yeah, it's just very bombastic and exciting. Um, oh, they went, they went with the same sort of they flipped what they did with Demon Souls. Yeah. yeah. They flipped it. Yep. Because you have that chord. Mm-hmm. But then it goes up again. Yeah, oh, that's actually that's works clever. out quite well. Um mm. very nice. Nice. Then it'll start again, but yeah. That's yeah. such an epic theme. Love it. Love it. Um anything that's got like um cool voices in is is I really like those as well. I think partly from because when I used to be a choir boy, um, so there's some like connection there for me as well. Um it, there's one of those things I where like one of my age old questions is always, what are they saying? Um <laughs> But <laughs> it's very hard to tell. Um, often it's Latin, but um, not always. Uh, but yeah, the the theme, yeah, is actually, yeah, you've got the little bit at the start, which is a couple of notes from one of the boss themes from Dark Souls. But then the notes are the same from Demon Souls, but it's it's major and it goes up instead of um, it being like Demon Souls and it goes down. Um, which is a very cool coincidence, um, which I'm sure wasn't a coincidence to some extent, but for us to come across. Um, but yeah, just again, really hypes you up um, to the end of the game. Gives you gives you the vibe, gives you the feel. Very grand, grand scale. Um, epic storyline, that kind of thing. And yeah. Yeah, it's just, it's just gets you, gets you hyped up. Um, mm. And very much, and all that kind of stuff. One of those good motivational pieces. Uh, and yeah, that closes out the 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 bottom half of of our list. Um, oh my gosh! In 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 theory, by all accounts, the best is yet to come. The um, best is yet to come. Oh yeah. Uh, so yeah, that was that was uh the the first part of our top ten game. Title themes in quotation marks because some of them stretched it, but um, yeah, uh, that was a lot of fun. Um, obviously, these are only our opinions, um, and you know, 
whatever opinions you have, that's great. Feel free to let us know. However, I don't know if that works. Um, I think podcasts have comments, and I'll maybe try and put this up on uh, YouTube, but it's all music, so I don't know. Um, <laughs> uh, we'll find out. Talking. Um, well, if I was talking over it the whole time, then we might go with it, but we'll see. But yeah, um, we'll have part two up as soon as we're able to record it. Um, so, a couple of Mondays' time, potentially. We'll see how it goes. Uh, but yeah, until then, thank you for listening, and we'll see you in the next one. Goodbye. Goodbye. Bye. Thank you for listening to this episode of Cabincast. For more episodes, go to www.cabincast.podbean.com or use the Podbean app. You can now also find us on iTunes and Pocket Casts under Cabincast and on YouTube. Finally, you can find us on Facebook at www.facebook.com/cabincast. Thank you for listening, and we'll see you next time. Thank you.